You're listening to Community Matters. Jamestown Public Market Director Linnea Carlson made a presentation before Jamestown City Council on Monday, May 16th about creating a food action plan for the city, as well as the creation of something called Jamestown's Kitchen. Here is that presentation. Well, thank you everyone for uh, allowing me the opportunity to speak to you today about the Jamestown Public Market and the work that we're doing. Um, I wanted to take the time tonight to share with you kind of what we've been working on as an organization and the direction that we hope to take the organization in, uh, the direction that we will be taking it in, um, but the timeline uh, depends greatly on the support that we can gather from the community and the city. So many people think of the Jamestown Public Market as just that, the public market that runs on Saturdays, downtown Jamestown, um, but we are so much more than that. Uh, for the last four years, we've operated as a food system and food advocacy organization. Our mission is to build Jamestown's food system, and we do that in a variety of ways, uh, not just through the Jamestown Public Market, where we offer incubation space for small businesses and economic development, um, but also through the support of agriculture with our mobile market, uh, as well as for our community at large. Uh, and we've also uh, taken over the Jamestown, Grow Jamestown Community Gardens on Lakeview in Washington. Um, and all of this is with the aim of, again, building Jamestown, Jamestown's food system. So what does that mean? Uh, supporting the regional and surrounding agriculture producers, farmers, uh, distributors, retailers, um, but also building a culture where our community has equitable access to healthy food. So what have we accomplished uh, since 2017 uh, after we received a significant USDA funding grant and were able to expand our programs? We successfully incubated at least four new local businesses um, that not only operate at the public market but operate outside of it, uh, including Art Cloth and Craft, which now has its own brick and mortar. They started at the public market. Uh, since 2017, we have increased our sales over 300%, and that continues to grow. We expect that to grow even more this year. Um, moving to 3rd Street was a fantastic opportunity for us to continue that growth, so, so we thank the city for that support. Uh, we were able to double the number of seasonal vendors that offer space at market. This year, we're going to triple that. What that means is every week, um, we will have uh, uh, twice as many uh, seasonal vendors who are there every single Saturday, um, not just popping in and out. Uh, and we've interacted with over a thousand plus individuals with not only the market, but also our educational opportunities. We work a lot with the schools and different community organizations, uh, as well as small business development, uh, because we understand that we're not just there as a fun event. We're there to significantly impact our local economy. Um, and so the next slide shows our sales economic impact. So as you can see, it continues to grow. Uh, in 2021, we had just over a $60,000 local economic impact, um, and that's just with the public market. So that's not taking into consideration the mobile market or any of the individual businesses that operate um, beyond the Saturday market. So we're when we look at what we've accomplished uh, and we try to figure out where we're going next, um, COVID was really uh, an eye-opener for a lot of us in the food system realm. Um, I know every single one of us went to a store during COVID, right, and the shelves were bare. Um, the supply chain shortage was a real issue and continues to be. Um, uh, 60 million individuals utilized food pantries in 2020, and that number uh, reflects um, our community as well in terms of an increase in the number of people that needed to find access to healthy foods. And so um, we had the pleasure, uh, myself, of being included on a regional uh, food system study 
that was funded by the Western New York Foundation. So uh, I am representing Chautauqua <clears throat> County on that regional advisory council, along with many food system leaders from Erie County, uh, Monroe County, Allegheny <coughs> County, and Cattaraugus County, among others. It's a nine-county uh, regional effort. And through that, uh, we have been able to learn several things about not only our region, but our specific community, our specific city, in terms of our food system needs. The biggest one being that we're data poor. And what that means is that we really don't know what our city needs in terms of food. And it's not just talking about people that can't access food, it's talking about people that want to start food-based businesses, people that want to see culturally appropriate foods at the market, farmers that need support, whether that's uh, funding opportunities to help them expand their farm, uh, to hire new staff, or to get new equipment. Uh, the second piece that we look at when we look at our city uh, is that we have extensive opportunity to invest in local small business. We have virtually no value-added product food processors in this community and the region. What that means is that we have no opportunities currently for someone to take produce that they get at the market or buy from local farms and turn it into something else. Um, there's just no facility uh, where that is possible. Um, and there is also, we are also significantly lacking in uh, opportunities for individuals to come and learn about food, uh, specifically in the hospitality realm. And so from this uh, regional advisory council, we were able to connect with many different food systems leaders, specifically in Niagara County, and we're looking to follow their lead. Uh, several years ago, they created what was called a food action plan. Uh, it was the result of several years of intensive community interaction and study. What that looks like is we want to implement a similar comprehensive community action plan that is focused on local food business development uh, and with that neighborhood help. So this would be an 18-month process where we would be focusing exclusively on community. We want to understand what the Jamestown community wants to see in terms of food. Do they want more community gardens? Do they want more salsa producers? Do they want urban farming? Do they want chickens? Do they want goats? Who knows? I don't know. We have to ask them. And so that's what the process would be. It would also work to, uh, at the end of the 18-month plan, create real uh, long-term strategies. And we would be working with not only community members, but also local nonprofits, local businesses, local farmers, and other funders to understand how we can invest in food in this city in a sustainable manner. It would uh, identify very easy and achievable food-focused projects and initiatives that we could then hit the ground running with. So this is our uh, next 18 months, is we will be creating uh, a committee that will help us uh, start this process so that we can move forward with this plan. So again, it would be an 18-month process creating a roadmap for success. Uh, we would start by surveying our community, organizing focus groups for small business owners, restaurant owners, and area farmers, as well as youth uh, and senior citizens. This would lead to the development of a tangible, physical action plan that is based uh, similar to what other communities have. They have these around the country, Chicago, Syracuse, Albany, uh, specifically here in New York, um, and that would facilitate further economic development specifically related to Jamestown area food businesses, as well as addressing systemic health inequities and creating opportunities for the establishment of successful urban farming businesses. Um, there are several people in this community that are moving to this community because they want to build Jamestown up, 
and uh, I've encountered several individuals that are very disappointed that uh, our city does not support urban farming initiatives. So this project would help us identify what that could look like. So again, the reason why we want to do this project is because of the gaps that COVID unveiled. We want to address the supply chain shortages. We want to uh, better understand how COVID impacted food-based businesses and how we can better support them in case something like this happens again. Uh, and in addition, the cost of food is skyrocketing, among other things. Uh, and we need to have a plan in place so the individuals that cannot uh, access food adequately have a place to, to get that. So this is our initial budget for this uh, initiative. Um, the biggest thing is ensuring that we have the adequate staff that can help us implement this project, um, as well as uh, extensive community outreach. We will be working with JCC to employ uh, interns who can help us with this community outreach. We'll be visiting every community event in the city over that 18 month period. Uh, we will be visiting churches. We will be visiting the school. We will be uh, talking hopefully to you at city council uh, and try to hit every corner of this city uh, so that we can get a better understanding of the desires of the city around food. Um, and so the total cost that uh, we hope that the city uh, considers um, utilizing ARPA funds for would be $145,000. Um, so I, I really implore the city to consider uh, what these ARPA funds were designed for. Um, and, uh, you know, a big piece of that is obviously bouncing back from the realities of COVID, again, which uh, the food system was greatly and directly affected by. Um, but it's also reinvesting in your community. Um, if we're able to identify the best way to support local food-based businesses, um, we can really start to sustainably invest in our economic development. So then looking further, um, our uh, kind of uh, pie-in-the-sky dream is to establish what we call the Jamestown Kitchen. So our hope is to identify a building, preferably one in the, the downtown space, where we can uh, call the market home. Um, the public market has been around for over 100 years. It used to exist in a physical location in Brooklyn Square. That's not the case anymore, um, but we hope to bring that back. Uh, it would be a place that we could not only have a winter uh, year-long market, it could be a tourist destination. And again, individuals that come to this community, that live in this community, they want to see that. Uh, but it could also be a place that we operate our mobile market out of, um, but a place that we could also have community events. But more specifically, it would be a place where we could establish a culinary and hospitality job skills workforce development program. So this would be uh, building our local economy by, again, training people so that they could uh, identify the needs that they have to start their local food-based businesses. It would develop accessible job training and increase our workforce, uh, creating people who are uh, uh, workforce ready in the hospitality industry. And again, it would uh, uh, lean on uh, the historic designation that the market has always held um, and create a destination market that would appeal, appeal to everyone. So through the creation of a physical community kitchen, we will develop what we call a pathways program, which is focused on developing collective skills uh, related to food production, business development, and again, hospitality. It would create a space for youth uh, or individuals in recovery or prison reentry or individuals simply seeking job skill development to come together around food. Who in this uh, room eats? Food is literally the thing that we have in common. 
Every single one of us eats. Every single one of us have memories around food. Every single one of us have a, has a culture that we identify around food. Every one of us deserves to eat food. And I tell you that when we come together to, uh, to cook food, to create something from uh, nothing, you have a little seed to work with our local farmers, uh, the kids, they love it. Um, it's it's a, a really impactful thing. Um, and there are a lot of communities specifically in, uh, closest to us in Rochester that are doing this exact thing. So I think the next slide is a video, uh, less than a minute, that shows um, what we would be attempting to do. And this is from the Harvest Kitchen in Rhode Island. Um, but what the Harvest Kitchen does is that they work with local farmers um, and youth, specifically youth uh, who have been identified as at risk. They take them to the farms to harvest the produce, bring them back to the kitchen, uh, where they turn it into different products. They then sell those products at local farmers markets, as well as their own storefront that exists in the community harvest kitchen. Um, they learn various skills, uh, specifically uh, retail, customer service, business, um, but they also learn how to uh, prepare the produce, um, preserve the produce, uh, and really build community um, around food. Uh, again, so what we would be uh, hoping to do is to have a physical space that we could bring uh, uh, youth together uh, or individuals in recovery um, or individuals who simply want job skills uh, to teach them how they can turn food into something new. Um, it would also be the fant a fantastic space to host community cooking classes um, that could not only be educational, but also touristy uh, type destinations. Uh, there are many communities that have um, special events and different uh, cooking nights, uh, that sort of thing. So here's what our timeline looks like. We will be working this year to identify uh, various zoning codes that are antiquated um, related to food. Um, and what we would do is identify um, the recommendations that we would make to the city council um, on how they could update those zoning codes so that they could be more farm friendly and food production friendly. Um, and this would be entirely based on community feedback, what the community wants to see and be able to do within the city of Jamestown. Uh, then by November 2023, we will have our food action plan completed that will uh, consist of strategic and sustainable suggestions for the city uh, to follow through on. Um, if we are able to get the funding that we need, uh, we hope to open the Jamestown Kitchen in early 2024, uh, and then in June of that year, launch an official Jamestown Kitchen Workforce Program. So here are just some of the skills that individuals would learn over a 16-week program including knife skills, kitchen and food handling safety, um, food preservation, food inventory, and retail sales training. So this is just a job growth projection um, for the Jamestown Kitchen, and this is based on what other communities have done, uh, as well as what we feel our current capacity is. So by 2024, we would uh, be adding two. We currently have two full-time staff members. We would be adding an additional two full-time staff members for what we call train-the-trainer programs so that they could uh, implement this program. We hope by 2026 to have at least 75 youth or participants trained, and by 2029 have 200 plus. These are very low-ball, generous estimates. Um, you know, we really hope to, to beat those numbers. Um, but we hope by the end of this decade that we can have a robust staff for the Jamestown Public Market and we can be um, extremely uh, impactful.
So uh, I implore the city, you know, we have our earlier food action plan, you know, asking for $145,000, um, you know, but uh, I implore you to really consider what we could do with more than that. Um, many cities, many cities are investing in food. And it was a real shame for me to look at the suggestions for uh, the ARPA funds for the city and see food not mentioned once. Again, all of us eat. Uh, you look at Buffalo, they're investing $3 million just in their community gardens. You look at Rochester, they're investing significant money into food security studies. Um, you look at Albany, uh, they're uh, investing to create their own indoor market space and food hub. There's no reason that we as a city could not come together to invest in something uh, that's really going to be uh, impactful and continue to build on the growth that the market has seen. So this would be um, our budget to implement uh, the Jamestown Kitchen, and we would be glad to work with the city to identify a building that would work best for everyone involved. Um, we want to see an empty building downtown be filled, and we want to see it be accessible to everyone. And again, what's the sustainability of this kind of project? I would say enormous. Um, the country as a whole has really recognized that food is where investment needs to be. So there's a lot of opportunities other than ARPA funds for us to look at, but that doesn't mean that this city should not consider investing in it. Um, again, because we've been part of this Western New York Food Initiative, uh, funding is going to find its way to Jamestown and Chautauqua County. Um, if our community does not show that they care about food, we're not going to get that money. That money's going to go to Buffalo. That money's going to go to Rochester. It's going to go to Allegheny. It's going to go to Cattaraugus before it goes to us if we don't show that we're serious about building these kinds of programs. And then if you look at the state, New York State is very extremely encouraging ag plans and zoning codes to be focused on urban farming and greening development. Again, if we don't seriously start looking at our zoning code and starting to change things in the way that the state wants us to, we are going to lose out on significant dollars that could come this way. So I know that all of you guys understand that and, and want to see jobs come to this community, stay in this community. People in this community um, rally around uh, uh, not just food in general, but uh, small business, local business. So I'll just end it by saying that uh, every single one of us deserves access to fresh local food and economic opportunities, and we can only do that through sustainable connection. And we really, you know, this is a one-it's-in-a-lifetime opportunity with this funding, and we have a chance to, again, significantly invest in something that has a big, big return um, that's going to just keep growing and always, always, always be something that we're going to need, right? We're never going to get to the point, I don't think, where we don't need food, right? And so um, I think it's, it's something that is always going to be worth investing in. Uh, and so um, I'm happy to take any questions, happy to chat with you later one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I appreciate all of you. Uh, you guys have been extremely supportive of the efforts that we've done so far. We would not be successful without the support of the city council, uh, and we just uh, encourage you to think big um, and uh, about what we could accomplish together. That was Jamestown Public Market Director Linnea Carlson.